to the Wild Wisdom Podcast with Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm Dr. Patricia. This podcast is for people who want to transform their health, restore their hormones, and reconnect to their body's natural wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia. I'm a Canadian medical doctor, published author, internationally recognized researcher, and passionate advocate for your health. Here, we'll explore the intersection between ancient wisdom and cutting-edge science, distilling the essence of true health into practical steps you can take. Wild wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. So to further flesh out the body language piece, so if we go from head to toe, because it's good to stay organized, right? So I mentioned that, you know, that the hair should not be too dry, should not be falling out um, in an unusual pattern for your age and for your gender. Your eyebrows should be full. If, you, if you're losing the outer third of your eyebrows, that could be a sign of thyroid problems. Your vision, if you start to get things like, you know, double vision or, um, you know, sudden blurring of the vision, that would not be a good sign. If you lose your sense of smell, right? Or if your sinuses become plugged or start to discharge, that's a sign of, of health not being well. In your teeth, if you're, if you're bleeding from your gums when you're flossing your teeth, and it's not because you're being like overly traumatic, just even a gentle floss can cause uh, bleeding of the gums, that's a sign of inflammation, actually. And that has been linked to a variety of health problems, actually. Um, looking at the tongue, you know, is it smooth? Is it pink? Is there not too many fissures in it? Is there no coating of white or green or yellow? At the level of the neck, you know, no kind of swelling around the front of the neck. That's where the thyroid sits. So it shouldn't really be like prominent, you know, like little lumps and bumps and that kind of thing. At the level of the breasts, you know, if you're getting really, really uncomfortable breasts during menstrual changes uh, or like tissues that you can feel like kind of lumpy, bumpy tissues, that could be completely normal. But if it's very painful and, you know, very prominent, that could be a sign. And getting to the gut, I mean, a really good digestive system is signaled by about two bowel movements a day. Really nice, beautiful, full bowel movements. And Ayurveda and also Western medicine speaks to the ideal bowel movement looking like a banana. It should be um, fairly large, um, smooth, kind of like a tan color that's supposed to be um, a really ideal um, if it's too watery or too hard and, and kind of like rocks. So if you have like more than two bowel movements a day and they're watery and runny, that could, that would be considered closer towards diarrhea. And that's a sign that something's not going well. And I know a lot of people who have that issue. And on the opposite side of the spectrum, um, constipation where you're having, you know, one or less bowel movements a day. I had a client the other day who told me that she has a bowel movement once every three days, every four days. And, and, and she was like, yeah. And you know, that to her, that was normal. Remember the frog in the pot, all of a sudden it started getting slower and slower and she didn't realize it. And then she was having very few bowel movements. And some patients I've worked with, it's a bowel movement every seven days. And actually, did you know that one of the very first presenting signs of Parkinson's is constipation? So, you know, this is a key thing, you know, Hippocrates says disease begins and ends in the gut. Uh, we are learning that the gut is like the central node for um, the starting point for most diseases. Um, and again, because I went in the head and I don't want to forget about this, ang uh, mental disorders, so issues with anxiety, depression, those have definitely some mental components. However, they also have body components in terms of being linked due to 
uh, nutrient deficiencies like insufficient B vitamins and magnesium and zinc and vitamin C and all those sorts of things. And also if you're not properly digesting and assimilating your food or choosing the wrong foods, you're not providing your body with the building blocks it needs to build your brain. Your brain is 60% fat, 60% healthy fat. So if you give it the wrong kind of fats, or if you go on a very low fat diet or have a medication that reduces your fat, you know, your cholesterol too low, that can cause a problem at the level of the brain. And that can manifest as an anxiety and irritability, uh, low mood, depression, dementia. Uh, and then if you go into your joints, like your joints should be fairly, fairly smoothly working and relatively pain-free. I mean, yes, as we age, there can be a component of wear and tear, so to speak, but there's also a component of inflammation that has been linked to um, things like uh, food reactions, again, uh, an inflammatory state in the body, and it doesn't exclude the joints. It can include the joints. And your nails, your nails are very interesting portals into your health. People often have dry nails, brittle nails, cracked nails, um, discolorations of white. That's like a zinc deficiency sign. And then there's the internal workings. Like, are you able to get pregnant within a reasonable amount of time? And I know that, you know, when I was in medical school, we were taught that, um, you know, there's a certain percentage of people that don't get pregnant within the first year of trying, like let's say 10% or 20%. Now that is very different, right? And the problem is that as our society as a whole gets sicker, which is what's happening, unfortunately, you just have to look at the statistics of chronic disease. What we define as being a sick uh, or like, you know, abnormal is kind of shifting. Whereas before, for example, it would be very abnormal for someone to not get pregnant within a couple of years of trying. Now that's pretty normal, you know, for, for many couples, right? And so and I say normal, quote unquote, as in more people are having the issue. So it starts to become more of a norm, but that doesn't mean it's normal. It doesn't mean that should be the case. Same thing with menopause. A lot of women are suffering, suffering through menopause. And um, women's menstrual cycles, like the health of your menstrual cycle, you know, the amount of bleeding, the color of the bleeding, how painful or non-painful it is, how regular it is, that is a, like almost like a sixth vital sign for women. Because if that's off, that's telling you that your body's not well. That's a very important body language. And if you have a horrible transition through menopause and into menopause, and menopause is not the golden years, you know, we think about, oh, the golden years, it's going to be so wonderful. And yes, it's going to be different, but it shouldn't be suffering. You know, there's a lot of women out there who are silently suffering. And for men, what that could look like is a loss of ability to have an erection. You know, there's a lot of blood vessel um, health that needs to go into having appropriate react uh, erection. And if you start to lose that, that is your body language for blood vessel health uh, being down. Libido, so desire for sex, right? Male infertility. When men start to get breasts, you know, the breasts start to grow. That's a sign of um, your testosterone is being converted to estrogen. And that's something that happens in poor health. So in short, it's almost easier to say what is, what is health and then anything that doesn't fit within that picture is a sign of, of, you know, things not going well. And I think we can all like, we can all picture um, what a healthy person would really ideally look like. Um, and then we look at ourselves and say, well, you know, I'm not that person because of my genetics and my age and this and that. And it's like, well, that could be the case, but your birthright, like your blueprint is for health. With very few exceptions, remember I said that only 5% of diseases are, five, are like completely genetically predetermined. The rest of it has to do with how your environment is playing out with your genetics. 
So if you're not in a really great state of health for your age, and even that definition, I mean, you just have to look at different cultures to see that you can be in vibrant health at the age of 80 or 90. You know, my husband's um, grandfather lived to the age of 103. It was only in the last couple of years that he developed a low grade dementia and at the end more so, but he was um, vibrant and communi- and you know participating in his community, playing bridge and bowling and all those sorts of things up until the age of a hundred. So, um, you know, if you're uh, making excuses for your poor health, so to speak, because of your age or your family history, um, I would just in- invite you to empower yourself with the idea that there is probably something that can be done to make that health better, even within the context of your age and your and your genetics which is good news. Some people could view that as, you know, um, disheartening, like, oh, that means I'm not in good health and I have to do something about it. And again, remember what I said, that um, if you can view those health problems as opportunities for necessary change, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Anything that you do now, however how small that might be to get you on a path of better health will render you know, the the return on your investment is so high when you can do that earlier than later. And so that's something that I highly encourage you to consider in your life. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, Wild Wisdom with Dr. Patricia Mills. If you like this podcast, please take the time to like and subscribe and please feel free to leave any comments and look below for the contact information if you want to connect with me directly. Thank you and I hope you have a wonderful day, evening or night. Hi everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health. 